Hello, everyone. This is Al Simon with Sandler. I'm your host for today's episode of Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. Excited today. Got two great guests with us today. Got Vince De Silva, Senior Vice President of Membership Services with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. And we've got Tim McCormick, Senior Vice President of Sales with Business Transition Six. Business Transition 360. I didn't think I'd stumble over that one, Tim. Yeah, that's okay, Al. How are you doing? I'm doing right? fine. Thank yeah. you for Vince, having me. Vince, you good? It. I'm great, my friend. Yeah, well, welcome and uh, looking forward to this show. Uh, so we'll talk some business today. We'll have some fun and uh, we'll uh, give our listeners some good content that they can use in their businesses to grow and thrive. Vince, we'll start with you. I'm just curious, how long have you been with the Gwinnett Chamber now? You know, 11 and a half years. I do really. I know. It's hard to believe. I yeah. came in with black hair, and now I have black and gray. Yes. Yeah. Well, more. Yeah. Well, I was going to make a joke, but I can't. <laughs> I'm sure I got more gray than you do. Smart, it's smart okay. man. Yeah. All right. So, lots of happening at the Gwinnett Chamber, one of the top two or three chambers in the entire country, which is really a source of pride for everybody there, yeah. including myself as a member. Uh, tell us, Vince, what's going on over there these days? You know, just real busy, Al. I mean, every year, what makes this chamber so distinctly different that, than other chambers, I think, is that we really look at all of our programming across the board every single year. And we ask ourselves, you know, is this still relevant? Is this still something that our members are interested in? And, you know, it, it's not about a profit margin, because if you recall, we used to have the Business Expo. And I remember the, that. The, the Business Expo made about sixty dollars to $70,000 for the chamber, but we deemed it no longer relevant. And so we just scrapped scrapped it and said, you know what, we need to either get rid of this for a few years or rethink another idea. And really, that was the emphasis and and the the birth of the Small Business Summit uh, for the Chamber just a few years back, which Which has been doing really well, hasn't it? It sure has. It sure has. Great content for that. And we're going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later about the Small Business Summit. But, but, you know, overall, the Chamber's been good. Financially, we're, 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 you know, doing very well. Uh, As you drive by the building, you probably see a bunch of cranes around, and uh, we have a big development happening uh, beside us called Revel. It's about a billion-dollar investment with North American Properties, the same people that built Avalon, and so we're really excited about having that, but also some of the things that we're doing to our building itself. You'll see if you come by, we have a new awning that we're putting on there. I saw that. Um, That's a significant investment, believe it or not, but it's well overdue. I mean, you couldn't walk outside of our building during a rainstorm uh, three steps without getting soaked. So now we have the ability to. Yeah, it was kind of silly the way they had it before. Yeah, Yeah, it was. This is good. It was. So, So, and then the 1818 Club continues to do improvements. They're doing about a million dollar. Uh, a million dollar renovation up there as well at the AT&T Club, and of course that just know. kicked off, didn't it? Um, I believe it will kick off actually in January it of will. 2019. Okay, it was just announced. Maybe that's yeah. what I heard. Okay, All that's right, correct. Good. Okay, good. And then you've got uh, a couple of different programs we, uh, of course, want to talk about, including the Gwinnett Young Professionals, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is really going well, isn't it? It actually is, and and you know it's funny, you you go out across the country and you look at other programs and other chambers that are doing it right. And and we really did study a lot of chambers across the country before we launched our Young Professionals program. Because as you might recall, we did try this before. We had a program called Hype. And it was really focused on the social aspect of, of what the Young Professional program was. And I think today, in the current state, we really have done a good job of, of really changing around, you know, the the idea of what 
the Young Professional Program is. So we have four different core areas that we focus on in young professionals. Uh, the first and foremost one is professional development, right? We want them to develop as leaders. Mm -hmm. We want them to focus on the core skills that they need to be uh, better at what they do both personally and professionally. And so we have several things that we do, um, you know, for the professional development side. We have the social engagement side, which is really focused on getting folks out in the community and learning more about the great nonprofits that are representative here in, in the Gwinnett community. And, and there certainly is a lot of them. You know that, Al, uh, from being around the chamber for so many years. Um, and so, so you, have that social aspe you have that social aspect as well. Um, which is you know, those pop-up mixers, you know, those same social yes. engagements that these people are going to like. And then the final one is uh, the membership side is, and, and focused on membership-based events just for the folks that are members of the Gwinnett Young Professional Program. But really the whole revamping of uh, has taken almost six months. I mean, literally six months of just really? a, lot of, a lot of hard work and a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, I brought in a new person in May of, of this year, um, and, you know, she, I needed to give her, uh, at least 30 to 45 days to analyze what it was that we were doing. So she had a, a better understand of the current state before we could move to a future state and through her leadership as well, Jessica Stewart, um, who runs the young professional program, we have gotten to where we are today, which includes a whole new set of board roles and responsibilities. Um, you know, committee responsibilities gives other people that are young professionals an opportunity to serve on committees, whereas you couldn't before. You had to be on the board in order to be a, a committee member. Um, and just new branding that we'll unveil in October, plus a couple of new relaunch events that will happen later in the year. So it's just real exciting times as it relates to young professionals. So I know I don't qualify as a young professional. You don't. Yes. <laughs> Nor do <laughs> I, my friend. Yes. Is there an age group that you're looking at? You know, it, it's it's 21 to 35-ish, and we call it yeah. ish because even some of our leadership, we have a board. I mean, it's the only mm program at the chamber that has its own entire board of directors. Really? The young Did not know that. Um, and that was designed by really getting a better understanding of what some of the other communities that were successful were doing. And they had defined that for us and told us it was a must have. So we built our own board and Nicole Love Hendrickson um, is our current chairman of the board and, uh, and Ryan Benia is the past chairman. Got some good ones there. Yes, sir. Excellent people. You know, it's interesting because you know, when I when I went into business for myself, I didn't really have a good feel for what a chamber of commerce did. You mm -hmm. know why they existed. I, I thought it was just an informational place. You know, you go in there for information, like on demographics and social graphics, so you can build a business. Right. I had no idea there were these kinds of programs out there. Yeah. And what makes the Gwinnett Chamber so uniquely good? Why is the Gwinnett Chamber so well recognized nationwide? Do you know what it is? Yeah, I think I do. I mean, I think we're positioned because we're not afraid to be. Uh, we're not about. We're not afraid to be in the forefront and, and make a mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to go out and we're going to try to put a program together. And if we fail, well, then we fail. But at least we tried. But we're going to learn from our mistakes, and we're going to probably rebrand that same program under another name in the not too distant future, 12 to 18 months down the road, when we go on our fact-finding mission of what went wrong uh, over here. And that's happened before, um, where we've tried something and it just hasn't worked. Um, and, um, you know, our attendance, I mean, you know, our attendance at our events is exceptional. I mean, in comparison to what other chambers do at events, oh yes, you know, we pack the rooms in, particularly for mm -hmm. award 
faith-based celebration type events. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Sherman's Club, you're a Sherman's Club member, so you know this um, quite well. But, I mean, we average probably 175 to 200, and we have been doing so for the past 10 years at each of the Sherman's Club events. So there's, it's just, when you have a board of directors that wants to actively engage uh, like like our board does, and when you have a group of members that want to actively engage like our members do, it's a perfect formula for well, success. Actively engage is a great phrase. It really, it really is the key uh, because in, in the end, people want to make connections. They want to do business. They want to uh, be able to promote their own businesses. They want to learn things. All those things happen at the events of the Gwinnett Chamber, all the great programs. And I would say one more thing, too, in, in response to my own question about what makes you great. Uh, you're you're uh, too humble to say so, but the people that you have employed there are top-notch people, consistently yeah. top-notch people. Thank you, Alan. And that, that's the truth and something to share because every one of the senior uh, managers at the chamber that run the respective divisions have 10-plus years experience with the Gwinnett Chamber. Hmm. I mean, you just don't find that in the you chamber world. You do not find that. Yeah. Nope. Yes. Now, you mentioned awards programs and how well you pack the house out for those things. Mm-hmm. you got one coming up, the Pinnacle Awards. Yeah. Take us through what that's all about. So the Pinnacle Small Biz- Business Awards was really, you know, we, we, st- we probably started this about 10 years ago and scrapped it. Truth be known. Um, and we probably took about five years off and we relaunched it five years ago with the idea of really focusing on the small businesses in the community. See, I think what happened was we really got away from the small business. We were calling it the Pinnacle Small Business Awards. And really it was the Pinnacle Business Awards because we were putting everybody in different categories that we thought should be uh, should should be winners uh, for respective areas and, and that's just hard to do but our pinnacle small business awards really does focus on small businesses so we have categories like young entrepreneur rising star home-based business uh, minority owned woman owned um, and then we have categories of zero to five employees six to 24 employees and then 25 plus plus a resource champion and then uh, last year, we added the nonprofit category, which is a great category. And I mean, who knew? I mean, yeah. 175 nominations just last year uh, for the nonprofit category. Do you know what our total number of nominations was this year? No. 1,350 nominations for 11 awards. My goodness. Wow. Yeah. 1,300 nominations. 1,300 nominations. I mean, it's hard to keep track of. I mean, it's so exciting when you see that the community gets behind it. But we did something different last year, and we started this last year, is we started putting it out there and we saying, you know what, let's find out about our entire community. That chamber serves the entire community, Um, not just our members, but we also want to know about people that are non-members. So we opened it up last year to non-members to see... Um, you know, t- if we can get non-members engaged as well in the small business side of, of the chamber, and it's worked. Um, Has it? So we probably have about 300 applications this year that are just non-member applications that came in as well. That's great. Yeah. 1,300 and, and almost 10% from non-profits. Yes. Easily. Oh, I would say it's easily above 10% from non-profits. It? Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the county of Gwinnett, is mm-hmm. such a thriving uh, uh, business and, and, and residential community. And um, that's reflected, I think, in, in, in what you're saying here about the Pinnacle Awards, and it's reflected in the great work that the Chamber of Commerce does, uh, without a doubt. When it is known for schools, known for business, known for great community yeah. uh, uh, involvement, known for nonprofits, that's exciting stuff. 
And you've got a new program coming out, I, I understand, called yeah. Business Before Hours. We've uh, always had business after hours. What's uh, business before hours? Well, that's funny you mentioned that. Um, you know, it, it's funny. I wanted to play off of a very successful program. And the brand was done on purpose. Is We want to confuse people a little bit to think that they're walking in potentially to business after hours at business before hours. But it's nothing like it. It's oh, really? Yeah, it's nothing like business after hours. I just thought it would be a, the breakfast version. Mm-mm, nothing no? like it. So, so. As you know, in Gwinnett Working, we try to run some different things that are going on uh, throughout the course of the week, uh, cross course of the month. So we have different types of series where, you know, we call it traditional, where you get up and speak for 30 seconds and so forth. Well, what we're doing at Business Before Hours is we're serving breakfast, okay, each and every week that we do this. Um, and each week is going to be a different type of forum where you can network with individuals. Like week one of the month will be power circles. Those will be groups of five to six people. Um, they'll get 90 seconds to speak about their own business, but then either to the right or the left of them, they're going to have to get up and do a 30 second elevator speech on the person to the right or left of them that day. Oh, that's, so it. that's incredible. We're, we're forcing, we're forcing people to kind of pay attention to what everybody says, take notes on it and really learn what the people in their, their group are doing. Week two, we do 20 ideas in 20 minutes. Um, and then basically starts with 30 seconds to speak about your business. And then you have 10 minutes to share one to two business ideas that have worked for you in the core topic areas of sales, marketing, social media, or networking. Um, and just a shameful plug here, uh, I, I will tell you, the one thing about the chamber and what makes us, you asked me before, um, what makes us different and what makes us successful is we have salespeople that have been with us for a long time. And, and I'm not ashamed to say it, but these salespeople still go to training. Um, they have been trained by, uh, by Sandler, uh, by Al Simon, uh, you know, uh, group. And, and I tell you, it has made a world of difference for us uh, in just understanding the lingo of how to speak to people, but really just people don't understand enough how to put together a needs analysis. And you taught every one of my individuals on how to do that so they don't sell anymore i believe they educate people and they have a greater success rate in doing that because of you so shameful plug there but i didn't want to make sure I said <laughs> i'll it. take it <laughs> and, then, and then and then going back here to business before hours you have week three you have the power circle deep dives now this is groups of uh 10 people and then they get three minutes to speak about their businesses so now you finally have a chance to really dive into your business. 30 seconds is really hard to dive into what you really do and all the different areas that you cover. I know you couldn't cover everything you do in 30 seconds. Um, and then week four, we're doing something a little bit fun called Morning Brew Mix-Up, where you know you might have a traditional networking type event. You might have a ball toss to determine who's, who you're going to network with. We might have playing cards, although red sevens are going to be at, at this table or so forth. So we're, it's going to be forced networking, uh, but it's going to get people out of their comfort zone of running directly to the people that they know in the room and sitting with those people and networking only with those people. We're really forcing them to do some things differently. Yeah, here, so. You know, one of my pet peeves, whenever I've spoken at the chamber, and people come in to sit, and, and inevitably, if they come in with a colleague or two or three, they sit yeah. together. Yeah. And I always make a move. You know, I, I say, you know, get up and move and sit next to people you don't know. Because the folks you came in with, they can't buy from you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's spot on. That's for yeah. sure. It's interesting how people do that, though. They get in their comfort zones, and this will force them out of their comfort zones. But I'll bet it will work because they'll make great connections doing that. Right, right. That's spot excellent. On. Well, this is uh, Simon Says Let's Talk Business. 
on Business Radio X, and we've been talking with our guest, uh, Vince De Silva, Sen Senior Vice President of Membership Services at the incredible Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Vince, anything else that, uh, that I haven't asked you I should be asking you? Al, no, thank you very much for allowing me the opportunity to be here today and uh, represent the Gwinnett Chamber and the Gwinnett community. It's great to have you. So if someone wanted to uh, step up and, and see about uh, joining one of these programs, joining the chamber, sponsoring, getting involved somehow, how would they uh, best go about doing that? Yeah, I would, I would tell them to go ahead and visit uh, our website, GwinnettChamber.org. Um, they can find a lot of information there, but they can certainly call in to the chamber as well. The main number, 770-232-3000. And they can ask for anybody in membership, and we're happy to walk them through anything, uh, any questions they may have. Okay, that was 770-232-3000. And GwinnettChamber.org. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Terrific. So Thanks, Al. Looking forward to it. I am a Chairman's Club member, and, uh, and our, our second guest today is also a Chairman's Club member. Hey, Tim. Yes, we are. Hi, Al. Hey, <coughs> Tim McCormick, uh, Senior Vice President of Business Transition 360, and you do all things business furniture. We do a lot of things with business furniture. Yeah, yes, you got like four paragraphs of stuff here <laughs> I'm supposed to read, I think. But uh, why don't you just give us the high notes? I'll give you the 30-second. Uh, the um, we help companies in, in uh, business uh, transition, expansion, migration mode, adding staff, um, anything to involve with the, uh, the idea of uh, needing uh, additional business furniture for an operation or taking your business operation across town to uh, or across uh, into another state. Uh, we help companies uh, get uh, from here to there, if you will. So you're not just selling furniture. You're doing project management. You're doing consulting. We do. We do. The 360 represents the fact that we'll take uh, your business operation from uh, space planning and design in a new office location decommission the old furniture, help you with voice and data wiring and cabling. And uh, we are a, uh, you can buy business furniture business furniture from uh, many companies in Atlanta, many great companies. We just find that uh, we have found through the seven years of doing it and the 25 years I did before I opened my business, um, I was in the relocation industry and we just find that a lot of companies are looking for that company that can single source the solution and not just pick out business furniture but find a company that can help them uh, with the other three or four components of that project. So, you, so you're talking on relocating, yes, re sir. renovating, yes, sir. transition of any kind, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so you can save them time and money with the planning and, and all of the, the uh, infrastructure as well as the furniture itself. Yes, typically. Including design, right? Correct. I mean, mm -hmm. research, and research, research through Cornet, IFMA, International Facility Management Association, Cornet, Commercial Real Estate Network, Crew, Commercial Real Estate Women's Network, um, that research indicates that most folks that, that try to take on managing a relocation and furniture project for their company, one, they're not skilled to do it, they don't have the background to do it, and typically you'll spend about 500 hours doing it. And the problem is that most office managers or operational managers already have a full-time job. And what you're throwing on them, what the upper-level manager might be throwing on them or business leadership might be saying, look, I need you to take care of this for me um, in addition to the job that you have for the company. So we try to take that 350 to 500 man hours of work off their plate. So, so that's pretty unique to you then, yeah. I take it. Well, I wouldn't say that. I think what you find in the marketplace is that there are companies that will project manage, there are companies that will space plan, there are companies that will design, and there are furniture dealerships. But we, 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 we've created a pretty successful niche at doing all of those uh, components of the project. 
Can you give us an example of, of, of one that you've had recently? Sure, absolutely. Um, Veritib, uh, the distribution company, Sage Software, mm -hmm. the Fish Radio Station. Yep. Yeah. Um, were these all relocations or renovations? They were, uh, we call them lipstick, companies that might want to stay in the building they're in, but uh, in an effort to retain them or keep them in the building, uh, building management or, la or the landlord will come to them and say, we want you to stay in the building and we'll give you $100,000 to do that. And they'll use that $100,000 for what we call tenant improvement dollars, which is typically paint, maybe new voice and data cabling, and uh, um, carpeting. Excellent. Yes, sir. Yeah, so Tim, you know, this is Vince. Um, you know, I remember when I worked at a company that I think you do business with, you know, w they would do something called a restack, where they would come in and really restack the entire floor uh, from a space planning standpoint, but more to maximize the space that was there. Is that something that you do? We do. Uh, you, you find more and more in uh, the company, shameful plug, HD Supply. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, w they actually moved out of their building. They built a new campus, and uh, Rusty, I met through Coronet and a couple of other folks, uh, their director, one of their national directors of, uh, of uh, facilities, had asked us to come in and work with the decommission. But companies will do restacks, and what we do is we will come in and, do, and work floor by floor. So you literally take right. out the right. old furniture and or you'll do a reconfiguration where they'll decide, hey, instead of a six by eight workstation, we want to move to a six by six workstation and pick up two square foot per. What you find nationally is more and more companies are going from that, what used to be about 84 square foot per employee. Um, they're down to about 61 square foot per employee. So they're yeah. just, they're trying to get the biggest bang for their real estate dollar, if you will. Yep. And you mentioned that you take out the old furniture. You actually use the word liquidate. What do you mean by liquidate the old furniture? We... We see that as an ugly word, and with our company, we're, we're more of a decommission management company. Mm -hmm. Liquidators um, will come in and actually tr offer you money for the furniture. We do that, but typically we do that in the body of them buying new furniture from us. So we'll actually say, hey, you've got 100 workstations. It's going to cost 100 to get them out. Uh, we'll give you another 100 for them. So we'll give you a $200 credit toward your new furniture solution. So if you're going to spend 2200 on a station, you're going to buy it from us for 2000 because we're going to give you credit or trade in dollars on the new on the old stations. And you call it decommissioning. We we decommission it. Yes, sir. That's excellent. Yes, sir. And so and you carry different lines of furniture. What 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 kind of lines? Give us some examples of the lines that you uh, carry. We carry we're an open line dealer, um, which means we can sell we sell anything that any other company uh, can sell. However, if you think of a CWC or a DeCab, they're exclusive dealers of products like Herman Miller and, and Steelcase. Yes. We can sell Steelcase. We can sell Herman Miller, but we sell it in a reconditioned form. So in other words, we'll, we'll buy it or take it out of a company and then repaint it and recover it. And we can sell Steelcase, but we sell it as it's, it's in the, if you will, the second tier market. Um, our lines are uh, anything from Compel Furniture to Freon to uh, uh, uh What's um, sit on it? All seating. Sit on it is the name of it's a, the yeah. name of a chair company we work with. AMQ. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> we have fifty-five lines. They're all represented 55 in our five lines. Yes, sir. My goodness. If you go to our website, uh, businesstransition360.com, there's actually a furniture library link there. You can find every line of furniture we offer. Tim, let's, let's suppose that I that I'm in charge of a company with say fifty employees, and I'm getting ready to move us. What does my cost look like for that? It's a great question. Um, you know, it can vary. I mean, companies will spend anywhere from 500 per employee to move, to just move. 
to $5,500 if they buy furniture for that employee and handle the move and the voice and data. So the number that we, our, our average, and we, we carry these numbers for research purposes, white papers, and sending out uh, information to clients, um, we will actually, with our company, you'll spend about 2300 per seat. And that includes the, the, the workstation or office environment, the seating, um, the relocation, the crates to pack them up. So about 2300 per employee. There's a lot involved. A lot involved, yes. Okay. So you must get involved with these companies way ahead of the actual move. Don't you typically engage pretty far ahead? We, we try to. I, ideal client for us is a client that understands it's a, it's a good uh, 12 to 18-month strategic project, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of companies, transactional clients, if you will, that uh, will call us three months before and say, I need furniture in 10 weeks. Uh, with, with the new tariffs, uh, tariff issues that are going on in the, in the – uh, what we're seeing is prices being raised slowly from manufacturers overseas. Um, we, like most companies, buy most of our furniture from manufacturers that are stateside or in Canada, North America. However, those companies buy some of their raw materials from abroad. So you're going to see increases. And because of that, we're seeing with that and logistics and transportation, we're seeing eight to 10 week deliveries for furniture. So I always implore people, if anybody happens to, you know, to, to be, uh, uh, involved in a project coming up over the next three, four, or five months, get out in front of it because it 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 can take us as much as four weeks just to get a space plan and design strategy yes. together. So in other words, call you early. Early, early. <laughs> yeah, very good. Absolutely. Okay, so we we've been talking about the Gwinnett Chamber, obviously, with Vince here with us today. Uh, I know you're heavily involved with it, with that. Of course, Chairman's Club member as well. Yes, sir. Uh, I think you told me you're also in Rotary and in the Georgia Manufacturing Alliance. Yes, sir. So tell me why you are involved in all those areas and others you might be involved in. You know, first and foremost, we when we started the company, we wanted to, um, I mean, we wanted to put uh, mission giving and charitable work at the forefront of what we're doing as a business. So um, we're, we're, we're blessed and gifted with the opportunity to deal in office environments where there's mm-hmm. a lot of old furniture, old office supplies. Okay. So a lot of times we'll give some of that stuff back to some of the, uh, to our communities, the schools. Uh, charities that might need furniture, charities yeah. that might benefit. And we found with Georgia Manufacturing Alliance, uh, Jason Moss is over there. He's a great guy. He's a good is. friend. Yeah, just a wonderful, high-energy guy. Um, manufacturing um, uh, sector is good for us to be involved in. They don't move as much because they're plant-based, if you will. But um, we find that there are a lot of good, uh, just you know, seasoned professional business leaders that we can learn from. So we we, we participate in that group just for that the benefit of learning, if you will. Uh, Rotary has just uh, we've recently joined, and we're finding it's just it's a great place for us to be. A lot of charitable. Con- contributing going on yeah. we can dig in there and uh and and provide some of our uh, achieve some of the give back missions that we have each yeah it's each incredible day. what rotary does worldwide yeah. isn't it yes it really is really good stuff yeah we love it so it, are you t- sort of describing your office angels program that you told me about or is this different no what we try to do is with office angels it's just the idea of us sending in a team of our folks uh, a couple weeks before the move to garner all the office supplies that they might have available. Okay. It's pretty amazing that you, you know, the, the furniture is a separate issue, but office supplies will box up anywhere from five to 10 boxes of office supplies, Pendaflex folders. And then we'll just, we'll just call some of the schools within Gwinnett County and see if anybody's looking for those or the teachers can benefit from those. I imagine the teachers can benefit. They from jump those. on it. It's, um, it's an awesome thing to watch. Yeah. You know, we're a nonprofit too. 
Tim, yeah. the Gwinnett Chamber. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And you need here. office supplies. <laughs> Post a notes, we'll bring it your way. That's, 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 I think he's funny. asking for an angel, that's I believe. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. okay. Be so, glad to help. All right. So once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler and uh, my show, Simon Says, Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. And we've been talking with Tim McCormick, Senior Vice President of Sales at Business Transition 360. And Tim, a while ago, you mentioned your website, Business Transition 360, the numbers 360.com. Yes, sir. Uh, is that the best way to get a hold of you if anybody wants to tell you, hey, we're getting ready to move and it's going to be more than three months away? Well, th- that is, but I'm a Sandler, uh, a continu- a Sandler grad. Well, I will be a Sandler graduate one day, so you can always call me because I will pick up my phone at 678 360 8708. Six seven eight three six zero eight seven zero eight seven zero eight. Excellent. Yes, sir. Excellent. So, uh, terrific show today, guys. Vince uh, De Silva, Senior Vice President, Membership Services at the Gwinnett Chamber. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Al. And Tim McCormick, uh, Senior Vice President of Sales at Business Transition Three Hundred and Sixty. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. Gentlemen, had a good time. It's great show. Good stuff. And I know our listeners are going to want to engage with y'all and uh, move their businesses forward. Simon, uh, this is Simon. This is Al Simon with Simon Says. Let's talk business on Business Radio X and uh, good selling.